and welcome back to the Artist Library Podcast, a podcast about history, art, and inspiration. I am one of your hosts, Ashlyn. And I'm your other host, Adam. Yes. Welcome back. We said we were going to upload the week right after we did the last one, and we really did not, and it's been four weeks. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Um, we are busy. Um, busy. Busy bees. Yes. But we're back. And we have a good discussion planned and ready. Yes. Yes. Should we hop right into it? Yeah. Do you have much to say? Um, what have you been up to? Uh, just going to school. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. What I've been, you? like, struggling. Because I have to paint this giant thing by next Friday. And yeah. I, I'm, like... You have a lot on your half plate. Half done? I don't know. I think you're almost done. It's cool. I'm trying. Um, it looks I'll really cool. Thank you. I'll post pictures, maybe. It's yes. not a surprise. I complain about it a lot. <laughs> I'm painting a trailer. <laughs> and it's hard work, but I like it. It's yeah. a lot of fun. And once it's done? Then I'm done, and I don't have to worry about it Yes, anymore. exactly. Uh, but I'm happy to be recording this because it's a check off of our to-do list. I also really need to get inspired. I need to yeah. do some art this weekend, oh, shit, so too, <laughs> um, maybe this will motivate me to actually, like, paint or draw or something. Yeah. So, yeah, before we go, a little explanation. We've been super busy, and, like, Ash was sick, and then we just couldn't find, like, the time, and we just had other commitments and things to do. Um, but we decided, because of that, that we're gonna upload only once every two weeks, <laughs> and we're probably gonna upload on Wednesdays instead of Fridays. Yeah, so that will give us an opportunity to make each episode, uh, a little bit more, um, quality, I think. Yeah. Just a little bit more time so we're not, put like, into it. ourselves and, mm-hmm. so know, we less, have time to research and stuff. Yeah, less qua- quality over quantity. That's what we Yes. Want. Okay. So, well, we hope you get that from this episode. <laughs> See. Who's to say? Okay. Um, we didn't have art history in our last week's episode, but uh, today we're starting our art history segment with everybody's favorite du- guy. <laughs> Dutch Dude. guy. Dutch guy. I mixed them together. Van Gogh. Vincent yes. Van Gogh. <laughs> and we're just going to hop right on into it. Yes. Um, let's go. Vincent Van Gogh. Was the Dutch? Okay, it's, it's going to sound like I'm reading off of something else because I am. Yes, yeah, so we put together a little bit of about him, and then we're going to talk, and yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. Just um, pretend like I'm standing at the front of the classroom with, like, a PowerPoint or something, and I'm, like, shifting awkwardly, and I don't know where to look, and I can't make eye contact, so I'm just reading <laughs> off my paper. That's what this is, but, like, audio form, <laughs> and there's no PowerPoint. <laughs> okay. Vincent van Gogh was a Dutch post-impressionist artist born March 30th, 1853. Uh, he died July 29th, 1890. Uh, he completed more than 2,100 works, including 860 oil paintings, as well as more than 1,300 watercolors, drawings, and sketches. Yeah, um... Pretty impressive. <laughs> that's pretty well, especially considering he was only like, a practicing working artist for 10 years, yeah. from 27 to 37, mm-hmm. which is wild. It's insane. Um, and their website that we re- did research on did the math for us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that means that in order to create that volume of work, he would have had to be creating a new piece, like, beginning a new piece every 36 hours. 
that's wild that's insane I commitment can't do that. um there it is um but yeah so before he became an artist he worked at his uncle's art dealership at the age of 15 and then after that he transferred to a gallery in london where he like was working and then he like fell in love with his landlord's daughter and she like he wanted to marry her and she said no <laughs> and then he got like really frustrated and he got fired from his job at the gallery because he was pretty rude to everybody um but then after that he decided that he was gonna like devote his life to the church and he began that journey at the age of 20 yeah he hoped to become a minister but was denied entrance into the school of theology in amsterdam and was denied in the church of belgium as well yeah that's because he didn't want to like take his latin exam because it was a dead language okay i i feel that because i don't ever want to take any kind of exam <laughs> that's true um, um so after that he moved into an impoverished coal mine in belgium where he preached to the sick and drew the miners who called him christ of the coal miners coal mines coal mines coal miners <laughs> which is pretty interesting it's neat me. and um i read that the coal mine was usually where people were sent, like preachers and people of the church were sent when they were being punished. But I guess he volunteered to go there, oh, which is that's interesting. nice though. But he, he just went, went there like and help. he like helped and like helped mm-hmm. a lot of people. And all the people I think really liked him, but the church in the town were not having Didn't. it. No. Um, but yeah, so he did that for a little bit, and then in 1880 he moved to Brussels, where he decided to become an artist, um, which was only. 10 years before he died. Yeah, so he became an artist. He, like, started painting at 27. Which is... I think that's a pretty well-known fact because it's always that kind of, like, it's never too late kind of thing, which is nice. Kind of inspiring, I guess. Um, And so when he moved to Brussels, his brother Theo offered to um, help him by supporting him financially, which was very supportive. Um, He was really close with his brother, by the way, which I thought was interesting. Um, And then... While he was painting, he was heavily influenced by the color and the light he saw in, inspre- in, in impressionist painting, as well as Japanese art and Eastern philosophy. Which, which I, I found was, was very interesting, because yeah. I wouldn't have known much. Because I don't, I don't know. That's what why we kind of want to do the show, to learn more mm-hmm. about how artists were inspired, how, and like about all different kinds of art forms. Because mm-hmm. I am certainly not an expert yeah, no, not at all. And, and I, I really don't know much about what was going on with um, Japanese art in the 1880s. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, researching different artists is a really cool way to find new inspiration mm-hmm. and also just, like, learn about these things because a lot of and the times... history. You, yeah, you don't learn these things necessarily in history class. You mostly yeah. learn about, like, wars and battles. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. I care about the art and... like, and, creative people yeah, exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah so... Um, so, yeah, in 1888, he moved to South France, where he basically lived off of bread, coffee, and absinthe. Um, it was at this time, well, it became clear at this time that he was suffering both from physical illness and mental illness, which is, I think, what he's pretty infamous for. Yeah. Um, but very sad. And mm-hmm. uh, that December, while he was living with his fellow artist, Paul Go. 
Gauguin. Gauguin? I think, I think I believe. Yeah. We've looked uh, this up multiple times, but he was, like, a close friend of uh, Van Gogh's, and they, like, yeah. lived together for a while. There was, like, a group of three artists who they, like, made self-portraits and, like, sent them to each other. It was very cute. <laughs> <laughs> Just sweet. But they got into a fight where he um, infamously wound up cutting a part of his own ear off, which is also kind of what he's famous for. Yeah, he's famous for that. He's, um, I think, the way that I originally learned about it was a very, like, almost romantic story yeah, about, like, he strange. loved somebody so much that he cut off his ear and gave it to her. But, like, is, looking at the actual, like, history, I'm like, it, it was kind of really sad that he yeah. did this. He did it in a fight. It was, like, it wasn't a romantic gesture. There are, like, a lot of, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people kind of look at him and say, oh, tortured artist, and kind of go off. It is problematic. Yeah, you don't have to be sad to make art. No. Um, <laughs> it just happened that he was. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, he, yeah, he wound up cutting his ear off. Um, I, I don't know if it was the whole thing. It was probably just a part of it. Mm-hmm. But after that, he was found the next day suffering from blood loss and seizures, and then he was put in the hospital for seven days. Yep. Um, and then in 1889, he moved into an asylum in St. What? Remy de Provence, where he would eventually paint his famous piece, Starry Night. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. There's a lot that, I don't know. There's a lot of things that you don't know about. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. But then, July 29th, 1890, he died from, I think, a gunshot to his chest, um... By his self. Yeah. Like, he tried to kill himself, and mm-hmm. he did, uh, which is very sad. And, yeah, so after that, most of his fame came from his sister-in-law, Joanna, 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 who kind of took over and collected his art and was like, look at this, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I think the most, one of the things I love so much about researching is that realizing that he... His family, like, his brother and Mm -hmm. his sister-in-law really loved him. Like, Mm -hmm. they wrote a lot of letters back and forth, and she kept all of, or, like, tried to keep as much artwork and tried to bring recognition to his art, which I thought was very um, endearing. Yeah. It was um, interesting. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's, like, a short history Uh, on who he was and some very... um, Crucial moments of his life, I guess. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel about his art in general? We didn't really touch on that as yeah, much. Yeah, our own personal opinions. I uh, I really love him. I think he's one of the one like one of the those artists that is very often talked about, mm-hmm. um, and for a reason because his art is very beautiful. beautiful. And I feel like uh, for the longest time I was like, yeah, it's beautiful. But then I I got to see it in person. And there's something yeah. about the vibrancy of it and, like, the, texture. the depth, the texture. Um, like, you can see the strokes. Yeah, it almost gorgeous. looks like, like, frosting or something. Oh, yeah. So, it's just like, really Like, it's, like, beautiful. delicate, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, and then the colors. Like, soft and just, I don't know. Yeah. I just want to reach out and touch it. Mm-hmm. He just uses beautiful colors. I think there's just a lot about his art that is um, inspirational for so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's my opinion on him. He's just very well-known, and I think he deserves that. And it was sad that he didn't get his recognition during the time that during he lived. During his life, yeah. But now he has, like, museums dedicated to him, yeah. and I don't know. 
I don't think he would have expected it either. Um, I'm flipping through a book right now trying to look for a good quote from him, but I can't find any. I think there was, I saw one quote along the lines of, like, he wrote a letter saying that he was, like, on the verge of actually doing something successful. Uh Uh-huh. And I thought that was such an interesting idea of, like, he, he didn't realize that his art, I, like, I don't think he ever got recognition, so he didn't think his art was very Mm -hmm. important. And now looking back, I think, I'm like, it's very, like, I don't know, it, he's one of, like, the key artists you always hear, oh, Van Gogh, Picasso, like, Mm -hmm. That's who you relate, like, you hold up things to him, and it's just very, I don't know, kind of, I don't know, melancholy, Mm -hmm. just his life, and, I don't know, the work he put out, um, but yeah, so that's our art history. If you have any opinions on Van Gogh, or if we said something wrong, (laughs) let us know, like, fact check us, because we're not, we don't know That's true. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that was our brief little art history segment mm-hmm. for the week. I and just realized I'm, like, kind of breathing heavy, but that's because I'm, like, I have allergies, so I can't breathe out of my nose, so I'm, like, talking, but by trying to breathe at the same time. Just watch. You're okay. This is what my voice sounds like all the time. Yeah. So, um, past art history, we wanted to have a little bit of a discussion, and, um, I think we wanted to use Van Gogh as inspiration for our topic this week. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to do challenges. Yeah. Because Van Gogh was somebody who had a lot of challenges mm-hmm. in his life. Both art-wise and otherwise. Yes. Um, so yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about challenges that creative people face in both the act of creating and after creating something mm-hmm. and maybe getting recognition or finding success. Um... I don't know. So, yeah, we don't, yep. we're not super professional artists. We're just mm-hmm. trying to find our way. So, exactly. we're going to talk about our experiences as young people in the art scene mm-hmm. and kind of what we've, like, gleaned knowledge-wise mm-hmm. from other artists and stuff like that. Yes. So, um, I wrote a couple questions and some discussion topics. So one of the questions was, what is a challenge, what was a challenge in your art that you, in the past that you have kind of dealt with and Mm -hmm. like, how have you overcome it? Ooh, good question. I think, um, challenge I've overcome is kind of, I don't know. I think a lot of artists are really like perfectionists Mm -hmm. and we can't like, stop doing something until we're happy with it, how it turned out. (laughs) Um, So when I was first starting, I kind of would start something and then say, okay, this is not good. I need to start over. And so by doing that, I just took so much time and, like, I was exhausted a lot because I stayed up late working on things, which I'm sure lots of people can relate to. It's exhausting being a perfectionist. (laughs) I'm, like, focusing Um, so heavily on one thing. Yeah, so... I don't know if I've fully overcome that, but I think I've gotten to a point where I'm like, you know what, this is my best, and my best is good enough for now, and mm-hmm. I'm, there's always time to get better. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you? Um, I think the biggest one for me is I went through a long time. I think as a kid I did a lot of art, mm-hmm. and then now I do a lot of art, but there was a time where I didn't. Yeah. And I think it's because, like, I would start a page in a sketchbook, and then I just did I did it, like, out of order, and I uh-huh. wouldn't focus, and so I took, like, one summer to just do art, like, every day. Yeah, that's so And nice. getting into that routine was, it was, um, I don't know, I guess my challenge was just not doing art 
and, like, not feeling like I could do art. Yeah. And so I just had to overcome that by doing as much art as I possibly could. (laughs) In, like, a small-scale type way, every every creative block that somebody gets and then they create something after, I can kind of see that as, like, a challenge. Mm -hmm. Like, you get over something that was keeping you from doing what you love. Exactly. Yeah. Um, my next one is, what is your biggest challenge currently, right now? Currently, right now? I, I'm at this point, and I think a lot of people get to this point, where no matter what you do, the ideas do not come. <laughs> and you just, like, you look at the paper and you say, uh, do I have to? <laughs> like, I'm at this point where art seems like a full-time job for me, even though it's really not, because I'm, like, not getting paid, hey. Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, putting in the effort, but not getting, like, yeah. actually paid for it. Yeah, so I do that, I do art, and then I also write a lot, and so by doing both, both kind of feel like a full-time job for me, and I don't actually have a job, but I'm, like, going to college full-time, and then I'm putting these on my plate and just saying, okay, do this, you have to, you have to do this, and then if I don't do it, I feel, like, a bad person, mm-hmm. and I feel like, oh, I didn't, like do the things I'm responsible for. So I think that's a challenge that I'm facing. I need to get over that. What about you? I'm sure you will. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think the biggest one right now is finding the time to do art and also finishing the art mm-hmm. that I have started. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes I think it's okay for me to, like, start a painting and then just be like, I'm over this. <laughs> um, but lately I've just been, like, starting it and then, like, looking at it and being like, I am just going to, like, like, put this into the depths of my closet and never look at it again and I think I want to spend more time just like actually trying Mm -hmm. to finish what I start Mm -hmm. yeah that's something I want to do like I want to be able to sit down and work on something and finish it in one sitting one go yeah that'd be nice (laughs) (laughs) um my next one is um what are some positive aspects of challenges so I was thinking of like I don't know like um I think challenges are something that everybody faces in their life and artists uh-huh. face. So what might be a positive thing that could come from different challenges that you face? For sure, like, learning. Mm-hmm. Becoming less naive about things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Just learning how things work. I think improvement. I think yeah. you need to face some challenges to be able to improve a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Like, I need one art piece that goes, like, absolutely, completely wrong for me to be like, I'm never doing that one again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. They kind of, they can, it can be discouraging to face people saying, um, like, you're not going to be successful. Or to, I don't know, like, nobody wants your work or nobody likes the specific piece you do or you can't, like, bring yourself to do it. It can be kind of, like, very discouraging. But I think from that, you can get more of a sense of, who you are as an artist in a way Mm -hmm. and from people who tell you oh that's stupid you can kind of in a way get better and achieve your goals in spite of (laughs) like those things and maybe in spite of your creative block yeah I think that's a good way of putting it thank you okay so I had some general discussion topics as well heck yeah for this so I was gonna say selling art Art. Is always a challenge, <laughs> I think, for artists, especially starting out. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's hard, and because I think people don't just don't want to spend the money on it a lot of times. Yeah, and there's this weird kind of like misconception I feel like mm-hmm. when people buy art that it's kind of like 
They're like, well, you like to do this, so why are you asking me to give you this much money if you like to do this? Yeah, people don't understand how much time it it takes and how much effort. I think for any art form, really, I think it takes a lot of effort and time. Oh, I think it just takes a lot of time and effort. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I told Ashley to talk louder. I have a problem with talking too softly on podcasts. Um, Yeah. Yeah, even for other art forms like music and stuff, I think... People don't want to pay. Like, people are like, yeah. why? Like, you like doing this. This is your hobby. Yeah. Why and are you asking for money? But it's like, well, no, I need to live, and mm-hmm. this is the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> and putting yourself out there is also really oh, hard. Yeah. Like, actually, like, I don't know how much to price art at. That's true. I mostly ask people for, like, $5. <laughs> so I'm like, like just, I like this. How much do you want? Five bucks. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, buy me coffee. I'm good with that. <laughs> you, can, you can owe me something. <laughs> um... My next one is comparing yourself oh. to others, oh. which I think is maybe... We should save that topic for another I know. Because that's a big... I was actually... I, like, wrote that down, and I was like... Oh, this is good. Because I think it's not something... I think selling art might... It applies to other art forms and stuff, but it also really applies to visual art, whereas comparing yourself to others is something that I think every creative person, if not just every person, deals with. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, so we might have to save that one. We're going to save a challenge. that, but that's a challenge, and it's hard to get <laughs> over, and I feel like for everybody, like, not even just creative people, but, like, whether you're, I don't know, you're like, oh, they're better at math than me, or they're better at singing, or they're better mm-hmm. at, I don't know, they're more confident than me, it's just harder to it's harder think to that you. you're, we're all on different journeys, mm-hmm. we all learn things at different times. We all grow up differently. We're all put, like, we all live in different environments. So it's just, I think it's just good to remember that we all come from different places and different backgrounds. And we all have different timelines. Different experiences, Mm -hmm. too. So it's just, yeah. That's our little thing. We'll have to talk about that That was a good one. (laughs) Also, I want to say, we're going to try to get on, like, more guests to do, like, interviews with. Yeah, to things. kind of bring so in more different experiences. It won't always just be, like, us sitting here, me sounding like I'm out of breath, having just, like, <laughs> run a, a mile or something in Nash. Yeah, just being like, so, what do you think? <laughs> um, and then I only have but a couple thank last thank discussion you for with. Oh, yeah. Um, so my last ones were, like, not having the time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to go over that one. That one's one of my challenges that I'm currently dealing with. So. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Sometimes there just isn't time, and you have to forgive Forgive yourself. yourself. You know, be forgive. gentle with yourself. Just be nice. Be, be kind nice. Your, your soul mm-hmm. and your brain and your body. Yeah, and then I said putting yourself and art into the world. I think I have trouble with this mm-hmm. one because I don't... Every time I try to, like, do something like Instagram or something, yeah. I'm always like, people don't care. Yeah. And it's hard to get past and realize, like, like... I don't know. I just have to remind myself, like, why not? You should be sharing this. Yeah. If you like seeing other people's art. Maybe people will like seeing your art. Exactly. That's yeah. my advice for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those are, um, that's our little brief little challenge talk. Challenge chat. Oh, that's cute. That one is cute. <laughs> if you have any um, suggestions for topics or things you'd like to hear us talk about, wait for our plugs at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but right now, we're going to move on to our artist of the week or our artist of the two weeks <laughs> four weeks this time i guess yeah oh but my our goodness. little shout out um yes yeah hold on let me pull up my instagram keep them entertained like oh i'm entertaining 
We'll be pre- more prepared <laughs> next time, I promise Yeah, you. I'm not that entertaining. Alrighty, here we go. Our artist of the week. Maybe we need a different title for that because they're not all going to be artists. But our um, creator of the week is Theo David Foster. You can find him at Theo David Foster on Instagram. Yes. He is a photographer. Um, I don't know how old he is, so I'm not going to guess. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, you can find him on Instagram. Check out his art. He has his website in his, um, oh, never mind. It's not in his bio anymore. Um, if you're wondering what his photography looks like, just follow him. Maybe send him a DM. Yeah, DM. I'll have to ask if that's okay. Um, but, so how this is going to work, we're going to give each artist a little shout-out. And then we're going to ask them for a tip on getting motivated. So yes. we asked Theo for a tip on um, what makes him want to create and what motivates him. And here's the tip. I am embodying Theo's um, creative voice. This is Theo (laughs) Theo. speaking, (laughs) kind of. (laughs) I'm projecting. Here we go. All right, here's the quote. My own imagination and experiences are what motivates and inspires me the most. I used to really try to capture the world around me in an unbiased perspective, but my most inspired and fulfilling art is from a pretty personal and emotional perspective. A snapchat from a date. Snapshot, not snapchat. I messed up. A snapshot from a date. Flowers in my room at 4 a.m. Photos of my favorite band singing my favorite song. The world is unreliable, but my own perspective and imagination is something I know I will always have. So That's pretty cool. That's a beautiful. He did a really good job. Beautiful kind of wording. I kind of messed up. But that's fine. <laughs> it was very beautiful. So you should go and look him up. Um, go and follow him. Theo David Foster on yes. Instagram. Yes. And then if you guys want <coughs> to get um, involved with the podcast. And if maybe you want to be our creator of the two weeks. <laughs> of the two weeks. We'll change that title eventually. Um, yeah, you can email us or um, use our hashtag on Instagram. Hashtag artists. Artist podcast. Yes. Um, and all the information about this will be on our Instagram and in the description, but and yes, we can all. We also end. have a prompt. Yes, for the next two weeks. We our we? last our one from last week was under the moon, but nobody did but me. Um, <laughs> Ash, I'm still finishing it, it. But okay, this is I'm challenge. This is a challenge. No, I know, I know. I'm overcoming it. <laughs> I'll do it this weekend. <laughs> but our prompt for this week is something new. Yes. This can be whatever you interpret it to be. Yeah, so um, I will definitely do this prompt. I'm getting motivated, getting inspired. I have some ideas. So something new could be literally anything. So we wanted to do, um, go off the challenge theme, something that challenges you. Do something or, new, guys. Yeah, do something new. Whether that's like a new medium or whether it's something, drawing something new. Or yeah. whether it's like literally drawing something that is new in your life or... Or writing, redesigning, or writing something. Writing something, a song, whatever. Yes. Whatever. We're here for your creativity. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's our prompt. Um, if you want us to see that art, you can send us an email at artistslibrarypod at gmail.com. Or you can use the hashtag on Instagram, hashtag artistslibrarypod, I think is what it is. Yes. This will be in the description. We haven't done this in a long time. We're kind of out of practice. Yes. Um... I think that's it for this episode. That's it for this episode, except we're starting a new segment called Weekly Favorites. Oh, yes, <laughs> Weekly Favorites. I'm excited. I forgot about this. We're basically every week we're going to talk about one thing that we just discovered, whether it's a song or a book or a movie or an artist. Mm-hmm. We're just going to talk about one thing that 
really like that gets us inspired. And Ashley needs to figure that out because yeah. I sprung this on her. Do you do you know? Um, I'm gonna say that one thing from the last couple of weeks that has got me inspired is the band um what are their names? The Antlers, I believe. I'm not prepared either. <laughs> so <laughs> um but if it is the Antlers, they have their album, I think Hospice is really just kind of um, I'll have to go give know. them a listen because I've never heard of them either. It's so. kind of melancholy, but it's good to like work to. Is music. it good fall music? Kind of. It's like good. kind of calm and it's just mm, I don't know mm-hmm. a mood. Yeah. Okay, so my um, favorite of the two weeks. <laughs> um, I've four been, weeks. Four really? weeks. <laughs> I've been really <laughs> loving seeing everybody's Inktobers. Mm, yeah. um, and especially, there's this artist who I follow on YouTube and then on Instagram, Furry Little Peach. She is adorable and she does um, really cool il- illustrations. She just did her own book that's yeah, coming that's out and it's really cool. And her Inktobers are focusing these like, she has like a very limited color palette. So uh-huh. it's like these blues and these oranges. And it's very, very beautiful and pretty, mm-hmm. and I love it. So go follow her. And if you guys have your weekly favorites, go right ahead and DM us or yes. email us or do all these things. Yes. Uh, stay tuned for the plugs. Yes. Because there they come. Thank you so much for listening. Have a creative two weeks, and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Artist Library podcast is created by Ashlyn Gardella and Adam Benedict. You can find us on Instagram at Artist Library Podcast or shoot us an email at artistlibrarypod at gmail.com. Our Patreon is www.patreon.com slash artistlibrarypodcast. Um, that's where you can donate to help us deal with the fees of hosting the show. And uh, you can also find us on Tumblr at artistlibrary.tumblr.com. Um, our SoundCloud and iTunes is Artist Library Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, if you want us to see your art on Instagram, use the hashtag Artist Library. And if you do our two-weekly prompt, I don't know what to call that. We're just going with that. You can use the hashtag Artist Library Prompt. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.